Hello, lovely hogs. Andrew here, and we are so excited to bring Trusty Hogs Live all over the world. Yes, as you listen to this, we have one date left in Australia at the Sydney Factory Theatre. That is on the 27th of April. And then we are back in the Northern Hemisphere with Dublin. Yes, we are so excited to come to Ireland for the first time. We're bringing Trusty Dogs Live to the Laughter Lounge on the 4th of June. Tuesday the 4th of June in Dublin, there's going to be an Irish history lecture from Helen. There's going to be drunken karaoke. There's going to be problem solving. All sorts of chaos. All the usual. It is not to be missed. Make sure you get your tickets early because we are expecting to sell out. Trustyhogs.com forward slash tour for all the tickets and info that's Dublin on the 4th of June then we are into July with Bristol Brighton Edinburgh in August London at the Clapham Grand on the 16th of October and then we close out our tour in Manchester on the 6th of November so make sure you go to trustyhogs.com forward slash tour get your tickets quick because some of these are already sold out Uh, some of them are very nearly there and we cannot wait to see you Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Welcome to episode 111 of Trusty Hogs. This is the episode where we talk about our perfect lives. I'm comedian Catherine Bohart. You are comedian Helen, Helen Bauer. Bauer. We've been recording two episodes today and I feel loco crazy bananas. Hello. Loco crazy bananas. Through the fog, step forth the trusty hogs. Yeah, you're gonna give them your problems and they will solve them. Or maybe they won't and that's your problem. They'll have guests. Trusty hogs, trust the trusty hogs, or maybe not. How are you, girl? I'm so good. Yeah, how are you feeling? What are you up to? What's going I'm on for you? I'm so good. So much is going on for me, Catherine. Tell me everything. My mind's literally blanking right now. <laughs> oh, I genuinely... No, I have an observation. Oh, gosh. Okay, go on. Um, When people in films <laughs> are replaced with a stunt double... Yeah. It's obvious. Okay, I was watching a bit of Blades of Glory. Have you seen right. it? No. Ice skating film. Wonderful oh, stuff. I have seen it with um, Barbie, Ma- Margot Robbie. Is she in it? No. No, I'm thinking of the one based on Tash, uh, Tanya Harding. I, Tanya. I, Tanya. That is such a good film. So what's Blades of Glory? Blades of Glory is the guy from Napoleon Dynamite oh, and no, Will Ferrell. I've seen that very different film and I haven't seen it. Okay. And they but are, are like... are they not trying to make it look obvious because it's like funny? Maybe they are, but it is insane. Because I remember the first time I noticed that someone was swapped in in a TV show or a film. Which was? Um, Malcolm in the Middle... Hal doing a rollerblading lesson. Oh my god, yeah! And I was like, that is not him. And I felt so smart. I felt so but behind that was the part camera. Of that joke, though, as well. Wasn't it, it probably was, but as a child, I was like, I see what you did there. Genuinely? From my memory, it was like so obvious that it was like obviously part of the joke. Okay, Blades of Glory is so obvious, but then you see the, the production quality in something like, what are the other ice skating films? Do you remember The Ice Princess? No. <gasps> okay, it was a Disney movie. And it was a girl who was like, I'm going to be a princess on the ice, an ice skating queen. And it was the girl from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. 
The one that everyone hates. Neither of us watch Buffy, do we? No, we do. Do you mean Eliza Waternome, who played um, Faith? I didn't watch it. <laughs> what? Okay. Well, okay. What, what about Princess Ice? I think her character's Ice. name is Dawn. I'm Buffy. Dawn? Dawn. Maybe I've got that wrong. Emma Black would know. Um, Emma Black rang me this morning. Guess what she's got? Someone who lives really close to her runs a massage business from her <gasps> house. Like, literally from her house. But, like, Emma would call her up and be like, do you have an appointment? She's like, oh, sure. Do you want to come over now? Just come in your pajamas. So Emma can wander down her street and get a massage in her pajamas. Oh, my God. Heaven. And I was like, are you fucking joking? She rang me. I was on FaceTime. And, like, Sunil was in the room. And Sunil was like, are you fuck? That's an actual thing that exists. Could you imagine? I'd be, I'd lose all my money to a massage uh, masseuse. My neighbours are mad. Last night, one of my neighbours told me that he was he, he would burn my recycling for me if he wanted. What? <laughs> Like, I was doing that thing. So recycling was this morning. And because of the new wardrobe and the new bed and stuff, I've got so much cardboard. Of course. Because like, just furniture that actually is quality and it's oak and it's not going to break. And I've bought for life. And that's what you get with oak. That's solid. So I was like, right, I'm going to get proper furniture in. Got loads of cardboard. Sunil obviously gets all his deliveries. He bought a blankie for the first time. (gasps) Can you believe it? With the Highland Coup. The Highland Coup one. I told you about this, didn't I? Ridiculous. um, It's like... you know when you finally like break a man to the point where it's like they just realize they actually like these sweet comforts. I, I've never really gotten that far with one, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. He owns a blankie with Highland cows print That's on really it. That's really cute. And it's wool. And when I came in last night, super late, he was wearing it as a cape, just wandering around with his little Stop Highland it. Cow cape. Has he heard of dressing gown? <laughs> yeah, he's dressing gown as well. Oh, he's so, so silly cute. and little. Although, I know I said dressing gown because I call it a house coat, but yeah. But you're trying to um, appease me. I guess so. With the actual Irish nonsense. What's, so, um, spe- sorry, speaking of... Um, the recycling, I have to tell you what my neighbour said. Okay, great. And then I want to ask you a question. Okay. So I was like putting it all out at like one in the morning. So I came back really late for my gig, right? Okay. And I'm putting it out on the street for the tractor. And he was like, God, that's a lot of recycling. And I was like, oh yeah, this is new furniture. And he went, oh, just, just shove it there. Because some neighbours are getting like work done. And there's like a pile of like shit in their front garden. And I was like, oh, well, no, because it's got our address all over it. They'll yeah. figure it out very quickly. Yeah. And then he was like, if you want, I could, I could. And then he showed me his lighter and like started burning. And I was like, no, definitely don't do that. That's definitely okay. don't do that. No, thank don't you, do that, sir. sir. No, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. No, thank you, thank sir. Thank you, no, thank you, Gave sir. me an absolute creepsies. But yeah. the good news is the recycling man took it this morning. But because it was so much, I was like, I wonder if they actually will take it. But then when I was making coffee, I could see them arrive. And I was like, I don't want to watch, but I do want to watch. Yeah. So I was like halfway behind a curtain yeah. like this, just like looking at them. Yeah. And then I had more recycling in the house, which like would just have to be loose because the recycling bin's totally full. And I was going to run out. And I thought, you know what? Leave it, Helen. Wait for them to go and then you fill it up immediately and let your neighbours hate you. That's my girl. And that's what I've done. That is my girl. Good for you. And I'm still recycling to this day. Good for you. I've had so much rubbish in the house because there's like a limited number of black bins, which I'm not used to. I'm used to like um, you, you communal. You take it the street. Yeah. yeah, but in this case, obviously it's like a completely reasonable number of bins usually if someone isn't moving in and you aren't clearing out everything in the house. Mm-hmm. But in so far as the context um, is such that we are, uh, I've had to keep bags of bags and bags and bags of rubbish in my car and I just every time the bins are emptied, I just re- refill them and I think everyone hates me. Do but you, that's fine. Is it not to the point where you might want to go to like a, a what's it called? A, sk- a skip. A tip. A tip. Yeah, but I can't figure out how to do that. <gasps> I know. Me and Sunil did it once. 
Okay. Yeah, but not in your local area. No, no like you go on a website, you find your local tip. I tried that, obviously, but I couldn't. And you drive to it and you go, hello, we're here for our appointment. It's so fun. We had the best time. But I couldn't, I couldn't figure it out. So maybe I'll try again. Okay, I'll try again. I'll show you how to do it. And then you drive up and they go, here's your electricals, here's your fabrics, here's your miscellaneous. And then you just go around just chucking stuff. And that it's so silly. And there's like so many guys at work there, no teeth amongst them. It's incredible. Like, I don't know where they find them. And then that's it. Then you just drive off with an empty car. That sounds very, actually very nice to be fair. And what I then want to do when it's all done after that whole move is, God, I'm so boring. I'm just telling you my admin, but what I'm desperate to do is get the car valeted so that it's just clean again and delicious. Does it not smell like coconut anymore? Oh no, it smells of the Joe Malone stuff I have in it now. Um, I have a Joe Malone car diffuser that my friend gave me when I got my car. And she gets Georgie. And Georgie got me a bin for my car. I know, I've met the bin. It's fantastic. So, um... The car it will be lovely again once it's valet. How boring. What I wanted to ask you was, what is the best worst Christmas movie that you would recommend to people who want to be in their Highland Coo blankets watching something trash? Um, I, personally, for me, there was a one a couple of years ago I had on Netflix. Oh my God, what's it called? Is it called like a New York Christmas Eve or something? That sounds um, like a film. Genuinely. And it's... It features the ghost of the aborted baby of one of the lesbians who are the leads. And the whole thing looks like it was shot on like a Nokia 10. This is not real. Um, a Nokia 10. 3310. A Nokia 10. A Nokia 3310. Remember the Nokia 3310? Well, you should have oh, seen the 10. <laughs> you know what I mean. Uh, you know what I mean, bitch. You know what I mean, though. That's insane. So the the ghost of the aborted baby is a character. Is played by a character who you don't realize that's what he is, or maybe spoiler. But um, it's honestly such a good watch. It's like really funny. So I just have to find the group chat that I'm in with Georgie and her mom because we put all of our bad Christmas movies in there. You have a group chat for um, bad Christmas movies. Yeah. I'd recommend going on ITVX. They've got like a massive film platform on there. I watched Fried Green Tomatoes the other That's day on there. That's a great film. great film. Oh, I loved that film so much. Highly recommends. Highly recommends Fried Green Tomatoes. It is very sad though. So watch it at the right time. Also, random moments of comedy. It's got everything. But if you go to the bottom, it is just like a Christmas village, a Christmas cabin, a Christmas lady in the woods who doesn't get killed but falls in love, um, a Christmas candle shop. And it's all just like straight sexual relationships where they fall in love on Christmas Eve and by Christmas Day they're married. And sometimes Dolly Parton's there, which I always see as a bonus. So I can't find the New York Christmas. If you are listening to this and you don't, if you've watched that film, please send it in to us. I would genuinely be curious. Because part of me is worried this might have been a dream. I also, did you watch A Castle for Christmas with um, a castle? Brooke Shields? Yes! Oh my oh. God, I forgot about that one. Oh my God. That was like last year. Yeah, and his name's like... Um, a, oh no, we're not watching you try and remember people's names, No, babe. I've got it written down. His, <laughs> his name, the castle is called Dun Dun Bar, which means hill on a hill, which I remember <laughs> Georgie's mom was like, for fuck's sake, it doesn't even make any sense. And it's like, correct. Dun Dun Bar. Um, it's New York Christmas I like Miracle on 34th no, Street, not the classic the one. Ones. But like the bad ones I also enjoy. Like it'd be hard for me to identify it as bad, apart from the Polar Express. 
I think the Christmas gay movie with Kristen um, Stewart, the um, Happiest Season. Happiest Season is dog shit. Wait, what's so Happiest Season so about? It's so bad. So Kristen Stewart is um, going home with her very posh New Yorker-ish um, or whatever girlfriend and um, her best friend played by Dan Levy is like have a great time with your girlfriend and the girlfriend's like sidebar they don't know I'm out yeah and her dad like runs for local politics or something anyway there's like a constant joke about how Kristen Stewart's girlfriend uh, and between her and her family about how Kristen Stewart's uh, like an orphan and they're like ha 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 you're an orphan the whole time and also um, the girlfriend's trash and treats her terribly and then she meets the greatest woman alive Aubrey Plaza when she's there I love Aubrey Plaza they have clear and incredible chemistry and then we're supposed to be like excited that she's with this like weird wasp who hates herself and then Dan Levy the whole time is like mm, 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 but you don't really know why um, it is honestly like a perfect cast with a terrible plot okay. am I wrong? no that's that's bang on thank you so much it is also called A New York Christmas Wedding A, a New, New York Christmas Wedding A is New York a- Christmas Wedding it's please check Baby, it out. Baby, I'm going to watch this weekend. Please. Oh I do. God. I want it's to. It's so fun to watch and be like, huh? The whole time you're like, huh? Wait, so the options are for me this Sunday evening is to watch a New York Christmas wedding by myself or Olga Koch has sent me a message that she has an extra ticket to a gay panto called Sleeping Beauty Takes the Prick. <laughs> That's but you have to do that. I think I have to. Shall you I respond have to, to say Sleeping yes, Beauty please. takes the prick. You have to go to that. Okay, I have to go to it. You must. But I also want to watch this Christmas film. You can watch it. There's plenty of time till Christmas. Actually, I'm decorating for Christmas on the 1st Is that of the Monday? December. So that is... Wednesday. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. So, and that would have happened by now. Oh, I'll be doing it on the 27th of November. And I just want... I just like... I want to have like the most wholesome Christmas day because last year we decorated for Christmas and it was wholesome. But Sunil had a couple of his little boys over, um, Eddie Hare and Nick Ellery, um, not little, um, 30 and, and 50. Mm. But they had mm. McDonald's and I was decorating and my tree broke, but I refused to get rid of it. And I've got it again this year because it's still broken, but I don't give a shit. And like I was trying to be wholesome, but they were like eating Big Mac and like fighting over nuggets and things. Yikes. And like this year, because it's like a whole new me now since I got the air fryer this week. Of course. Yes, you've got an air fryer. Congratulations. Since I'm an air fryer owner. How much did it cost you on Black Friday? 69.99. That's pretty good and a funny number. And <laughs> um, and what have you made? Chicken nuggets. And Alf, my first thing I made in it to practice with, I had like, you know, potato waffles, but when they're in the shape of letters, alphabetty bites, alphabets, you know? Alphabetties. Is it like smiley faces? But it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, but in letters, yeah, you can yeah, like spell yeah, things yeah. out. It's just silly. Okay. Um, so I had a bag of those, but I had some left. So I put them straight in. And I was like, I cannot believe how fast this has cooked them. Really? This how quick are we talking? Oh, we're talking six minutes. But here's my question. With no preheating. Wow. Here's my question. Yeah. What I have experienced from watching other people is the only person I know who has an air fryer used to have this like big grease stain above it, like where the grease gets, like the oil gets pulled out of it, doesn't it? Do you know what I'm saying? Like the, I mean, I've literally used it three times. I know, but just like, is that a com- is that a common part of it? And like, watch out for that. And like, am, do you know what I'm talking about? I'm I talking to I don't know anyone who has an air fryer. I also yeah. think a grease stain would bother you a lot differently than it would bother me. A big grease stain? Yeah, we'll just wipe it off. Yeah, but like... Also, it's good because then you can see the grease that you're not eating. Also, <laughs> here's the thing. This is what I'm doing. This is my favourite meal at the moment. <laughs> Helen puts a frame around the grease stain and is like, Health. Art. <laughs> 
this is what I didn't choose to put in my body this week. Um, so what I'm eating, this is what I'm obsessed with. And you know when you go through a phase of a meal and you're like, this is all I want? Yeah. Because I got stuck on an algorithm of people. <laughs> actually did have that yesterday morning and it was an absolute slay um it was gorgeous and not christmas chucky porridge just regular chucky porridge and i was like okay i was watching like all these people like going and eating in korean convenience stores like there's an there's an algorithm you can get on and it's just people eating in korean convenience stores and they get like this this thing of ice and they put they pour the drink into it from a pouch it's just so cute and cool convenience store woman no oh it's brilliant you give to helen yeah it's really good you had a book you're still gonna bring me today you didn't bring it oh my god yes and i have a book for him as well so both of you come to my library and then i'll write in my book that i lent them to you and i will remember and i expect them to come back in perfect condition fuck with the color coding i'm not i'm joking i'm not gonna do that that's not funny but so all i eat at the moment are bodak noodles in the hot chicken flavor they are so spicy what is a bodak noodle it's like the it's a brand of like ramen noodles but they're wok style so like they're really like um like saucy do they come in a soup like ramen no no you cook them in like a pan so they like simmer down bodak noodles they're insane i get this hot chicken flavor and where'd you get it um you, it is like any asian supermarket Okay, because there's a, uh, an Asian supermarket around the corner from me. There's one around the corner from me. Can you everywhere. get a vegetarian flavor? For sure, you can get a kimchi flavored one. Okay, oh, I don't know how I so like I put that, that in the pan and I cook it, cook it, cook it, cook it. And then I fry an egg in a smaller pan, okay? Okay. And I get it all sourced up and ready. And then I put some cheese in it. Because that's what they that's what they do. That's what they do. It's like it's it's like a Korean thing. This says Bulldak. Okay. Maybe it's Bulldak. Yes, that black packet I have, the hot chicken one. So why are you saying we And then I put some spring onions in it? Cheese in the noodles. Go back a second. So you put cheese in it, some spring onions, and then a fried egg on top, and it is the warmest, spiciest cheesy chewy goodness and if i'm really hungry i put in some other noodles like some plain noodles i have into the pan as well so i get more noodles but i just can't imagine it with the like a cooked with cheese but that's mental to me because you haven't tried it so you're blacking yourself out blanking yourself out (laughs) apologies you you have to give it a go because if you don't try it, you'll never know. And it's genuinely incredible. But okay. the only thing is, it really burns whilst eating it because it's so spicy. What and if it, it burns on the way, of? it'll burn on the way out. <laughs> I'll tell you oh, that for nothing. No. <laughs> it tastes like, I can't remember what the flavor's called, I but don't chili. Like spicy though. Spicy. Well, don't get the hot chicken flavor. Well, I wouldn't. I don't eat chicken. Yeah, well, get, get like a milder version of it. It's so good. Okay. Also, it's really nice that it's like so quick in the pan. Yeah. Like it takes no time at all. And um, also, also this is what I do with the air fryer. I put some chicken nuggets in the air fryer and then I cut the chicken nuggets up and it's like I've got ch- grilled chicken, not grilled, battered, but on top of it. So it's like chicken and the meal. Hell. And that's a protein. And that's a protein. Health. And then I also bought a packet of bok choy. Have I used it yet? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's there because my intentions are good. I was about to be like, where's the veg in all this? My intentions are good. But I have to stop eating it. Like Sunil's like, it just smells all yeah. the time like this noodle powder. And I'm like, but I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to it and I will not stop eating it until I'm sick. Right. And I haven't been yet. I mean, a lot of antacids. But then I thought that was bad. But then one of the girls online who's eating it all the time, she takes her Tums before she eats it, which is the American antacid. So now I do that. Is it helping? Um, Yeah, a little bit. Definitely digestional problems for about five hours afterwards. But it's so nice. You don't want to stereotype and be like, Americans are less intelligent. But then like when you hear they have to name antacids, Tums, you're like, oh God, okay. 
I never thought about that. But that's so silly. Maybe they're just sweeter. Maybe they're just sweeter guys. Tums. Tums. Oh, but I think we've got forehead, don't we? What's forehead? Forehead is like the um, English version of tiger balm. And you just like rub it on your forehead. No. <laughs> but it's, it's spelled like the numerical forehead. Hey. Yeah. But you don't do that with tiger balm. You put tiger balm on sore muscles, don't you? I put tiger balm on my temples when I get a headache. Do you? Yeah. That's very close to your eyes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, it's awful. I don't think that's right. I put it on sometimes and, like, go to sleep on the pillow and then I turn over and turn back, but I've misjudged it on the (gasps) turn back. Yeah. But your eye stops hurting eventually. I don't think that's right. Yeah. I don't know. You're not meant to put it in there. No, I don't know about any of that. I don't know about it either. Do you want to bring on our guest? I guess so. Because my know. instinct Maybe is to tell you about know. my cyst. So. No, thank you, please. Welcome to the podcast. Nathan, Nathan Food. Oh, I'm a spoiler. If you have heart problems, please be advised that this is a startling episode. Catherine's on a pranking trail. Well, I think you all heard last week's prep for this. And I think you're about to get pranked if your name is Nathan Food. Mm. <laughs> Watch it on YouTube, though, seriously. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, welcome to the plugging section. Do not skip! Do not skip it. On March 2nd next year, I will be doing my show one last time at the Earth in Hackney. Pretty it's cool. It's a massive venue. It's like 700 seaters. And when you go on the ticket link to buy a ticket, which you must, you must, you must, please, it's going to be so much fun. I'm going to be doing a split bill with Olga Cox. So she'll be doing an hour. I'll be doing an hour. We're going to design some cocktails. It's going to be the ultimate night out. Please join us. Tickets are available now. Uh, we are all coming to Leicester on the 10th of February. So you can see every single hog as a solo stand up. And you can also see Trusty Hogs live uh, starting at 12.30 with Helen's show. Then I'm on at uh, 1.30, 2, 2, 2 o'clock at Duffy's. Then Catherine's at 3.30, so you can see us all back to back. Uh, then there's a bit of a gap until Trusty Hogs Live at 9.45. I'm also doing a work in progress at 8.30, um, but uh, prioritise those first four because that, that'll be your big day out. Yeah. 10th of February, Leicester Comedy Festival. Hydrate, hydrate on that yes, day. Yes, yeah. Hello, it's Catherine. Also, please don't skip this. I know it's promo and it's boring, but here I am. I'm going on tour with a show called Again with Feelings. And my tour is going to be in London Soho Theatre for two weeks in March and then I'm going to Brighton, Aldershot, Edinburgh, Glasgow, York, Newcastle, Norwich, Winchester, Cambridge, Oxford, Bath, Birmingham, Manchester, Leeds, Liverpool, Sheffield, Exeter, Corsham, Bristol, Coventry, Guildford, Portsmouth, Swindon, Dublin and again in London in October I'm doing a big date at Bloomsbury Theatre. My point is I'm trying my best. I'm coming to lots of places. I'd love to see you there. I think the show's pretty damn good. And shout out to all the Hampshire girlies. Please go see Catherine (gasps) in Pompey and in Aldershot as we call it um, and support her I want her to love Hampshire as much as I do and Winchester Winchester's in Hampshire isn't it I don't count it why am I oh, doing wow. so many dates in, Win- so much. in Hampshire because it's yeah. a gorgeous county Oh my 
my god, you know something. Sorry. Well, because my housemate has known Nathan since he was 15, and apparently. <sighs> Oh, you're gonna love this. So I'm in a, I'm in a blackout. I'm so panicked. <laughs> so Nathan's an NYT kid. Helen's mother ran an illegal. I was an NYT. No stage management. <gasps> and yeah, of course. Wait, you were Why, you did NYT because it's just like yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, me. obviously I wasn't one of the actors. That's translation. Um, National Youth Theatre. Nobody actually cares. And Helen's mother used to run an illegal um the drama school. school of drama. No. Wait, but and. We have so much to discuss here. But how did you end up doing stage management instead of being an actor? I was rebelling from the Ambauer School of Drama. Yeah, of course. Because it's the thing, if you're raised by showbizy parents, you, you go well, one of two ways. I'd say showbiz parent. Okay, fine. I mean, and showbiz as far as ran the Ambauer School of Drama and slept with one of the teachers from Grange Hill and made out with Daniel Lewis. Then yeah, she's a showbiz parent. Wait, okay. I love her. Oh, also <laughs> oh, yeah, slept she's... with the man from the original Mr. Muscle advert. Shout out to Ambauer. She's been busy. Wait. Okay, so she ran this drama school. Was it the Ambauer like, School of Drama? So the Ambauer School of Drama. Room. Where was that? Our living room. In where's Fleet. that again? Fleet. Yes, I do know that about <laughs> you. And uh... but then when I was sixteen, two thousand and seven, I went and um, you know, so, uh, the actors. You got to audition, right? And it's like really hard to get in. Of course. But of course. and I heard that it was like been told because there was a girl in the year above me. She auditioned for it, and it's like really hard to get in to be an actor. And I wasn't like at this point, my confidence was shot because I wasn't allowed in the school play in year eleven. We've been over this many times on the podcast. I'm Either sorry. way, I was slighted. I was too big to be in the chorus of women. Fuck oh. you, Mrs. Horner. Fuck you. Wow. Yeah, eat shit, Horner. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, she truly. probably does. Yeah. So. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> Is <laughs> we would like to formally apologize. That is that just took a year off my life. That's one of the I panicked. I knew that I panicked. I just feel like that. that is one of the worst things that's ever happened to me, you little shit. <laughs> Okay. I, okay. Were you just on this fucking thing? Yeah. You didn't just come here for this. <laughs> you little wanker. Like, no, come on, let's say something kind to each other. Oh, he wins Taskmaster. He thinks he can do whatever he wants. He brought his trophy for his time on the podcast. Congratulations on winning. Stay on mic. Let's stay on mic. Let's stay on mic. I'll get out of here. Congratulations to Sam. Thank you, Sam. Thank you. Sorry, that's a prank. I hate it. <laughs> I don't like prank. I'm not a prank person. I like tweaked my back when I screamed. <laughs> that was so horrid and scary, Sam. Can I say, he masterminded it, but may I say we did permit and encourage it. And I'm, I'm sorry because you're our first jump scare, but I will say that we both knowing it was going to happen. I all know, jumped, I spent my coffee We jumped so hard. Can I say, I thought it was really good. Like, was, <laughs> <laughs> I thought, did you, how long were you planning on saying no, it? I like, can see it from up there, like looking down. Did you, that's yeah. so scary. Did you have like a timer set? No, like you no, just no. picked your moment. I was looking for a moment. And then did she you said, not Daniel think I was rude? And, I and thought, you thought, that's sort of it. I really did tweak my back yeah. when I screamed. You, I did you have to pay for his physio with your taskmaster money. Why you just do you think I was me? keeping you outside? Catherine's getting changed. This is a toilet. You're, oh my. Like, come on. I guess it's crazy that I didn't question that. You were fine with it. That's wild. It was, it's always good to see <laughs> you. Well, nice I to see you, Sam. I loved the other night as well. Thank you. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for just saying something nice about me. Sam Campbell from episode 110, everyone. 
Sometimes we do double records. <laughs> <laughs> the illusion's still there. We changed our outfits. Wow, you were so good. You really. My heart is beating I forgot. So I forgot. I forgot eventually. Bye, Sam. <laughs> Well, you go fuck yourself and you go fuck yourself. No, I was, was not. I was actually not on board with it. I feel like we're Ellen DeGeneres. I feel like that was fucked up. That was amazing. Like, and we treat our staff terribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Catherine was so game for it because this is her second prank in a month. Wow. Oh, I'm kind of a prankster now. Oh, wait. I saw on the podcast, I saw your prank, your OCD prank. Yeah. So good. So good. Your OCD prank. I'm sort of a pranking princess now. Wow. Yeah. Are you actually, do you like pranks? I hate them, obviously. I'm so scared. I hate them. The that worst things in the world. That was really hurts. good. Well, my stomach hurts. Like, I'm not comfortable after that. I can feel my skin so viscerally. But you know what? That was a, that was what we would call a harmless prank. Although I did physically. I burned my hand. <laughs> yeah, you really How did. How is that Look harmless? That. I can't <laughs> wait to watch stain. that back. I Do you clip wait. this up and put it on TikTok? Because yeah. I can't wait for that clip to go out. I think you just went, <laughs> fuck you! I was so angry. Oh my God, I get so... I couldn't work out what was happening. I thought like... You know what I thought it was? I thought it was... You know those like fire alarms that go off that talk? You know, where they're like, evacuate. I was like... It sounded so like microphoned and scary. That's mm. so funny. Are you okay? Do you the minute? No, I feel great. Okay, great. I you feel so. Out I was now, how amazing would that be? Wouldn't that be amazing <laughs> if I just refused to, like Adam Driver? You know, when he refuses to watch his acting when he does interviews, just walks out. Imagine I should have done that. Um, exactly what you should have done. Well, you're wow. Willing, you're willing to stay for the rest of the podcast? Uh, more than willing. Willing what and ready. A trooper. What a trooper. So the National Youth Theatre. Oh. So. I was like, we if return. I go for stage management, I'll definitely get in, which means I can move out, right? Mm-hmm. So I did that. And I was there 2007, 2008, 2009, just in the summers. So you were there young? Mm-hmm. You 16. Were... How old are you? Is that bad to ask 32. on the podcast? 32, no. 2000, I guess, yeah. I'm 30. That just seemed like, that 2007, I feel like I was like six in 2007, even though I was born in 1992. Does that you make sense? You were definitely 14. Okay, yeah, for sure. Definitely I, 14. When would I have done it? 2009 or something? Yeah. So I Did you enjoy was, it? 2009, I was working on Tory Boys at the Soho <gasps> Theatre. Oh my God, my friend, my friend was in that. Who? James Camp. Yes! Mm-hmm. That's so mad. That's like the name of the hottest man in the world to you. James, James Camp. Camp. I went yeah. to drama school with him. He's 15. Yes! Slay. Oh my God, Slay, Slay. Queen. Do you still talk to James? Yeah, kind of. We went to drama school together. So Wait, we're all kind you of went loosely. to East 15? That's the school? No. Where- no, oh. I didn't. He he did like a foundation course at oh, E15 apologies. and then I went to a, 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 a very, very terrible bad drama school. Slay. Which one? I'll like say the, the name. I don't give a shit. The Guildford drama. School of Acting. The Guildford School Fair. of Acting. Eat my whole, motherfucker. I went to Central School of Speech and Drama. Did you? And it was bad for my brain. <gasps> yep. Me too. When When did you go? Whatever time they were like, have you considered not eating and that your face says victim? Mm. Um, do you know? Mm. Have you considered that? Uh, yeah, that, yeah. That it, time. A All dark, right. dark place. Maybe the whole thing... Did you go to drama school? You no, but no. would have thrived. Yeah, I, I think maybe the whole system has changed now, but God, it was bad. It I, was so dog shit. The I Guildford School of Acting. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I, they, I hate them. Well, Guildford's awful. So but what's fascinating it. is apparently Nathan can sing in French. Go on. Oh, my God. Yeah. No, I just... We, I, Frere Jacques. Yeah, no, I learned... Um, for some reason, and you know those things that you learn like at a certain point, you're, you're just like, oh, that is in my brain yeah, for the Japanese rest of my Avril life. Yeah, Japanese Avril Hey, hey, you, you, what, I'm eating, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly that. I can sing Summer Holiday by Cliff Richard in French. Do you want me to do it? Ready. It's a terrible time to uh, do Cliff Richard, but favor. off you go. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Is Cliff Richard the Alison Hammond clip that's going around now? Is that Cliff Richard? I don't the know. The fat shaming guy? 
Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. <gasps> okay, uh, well, I don't. I don't want to know. I don't condone fat shaming, but I do condone me singing fat. Okay. He was fat shaming Elvis. Alison Hammond was just there. Oh, and he no wasn't one's... fat shaming Alison Hammond because if that was the case, all the gays are going to be like, you know. Has <laughs> everyone seen the clip? Yeah. No. Clifford, sorry to interrupt. No, no, you actually have to say Clifford this. It's more is important. Clifford on, on <laughs> this morning being like, oh, I actually once got the chance to meet my hero Elvis, and they're like, whoa, cool. And then he was like, but he just put on loads of weight, so I didn't want the picture to be on my fridge to be of when he was fat. I got told this. And Alison Hammond was just out there being like, is that why you didn't want me to come to your house? And he was like, ha ha ha. But it's genuinely just like, what the fuck is wrong with you? The greatest recording artist in you know of the time was willing to deign to meet you, and you were like, well, he's fat. Go fuck yourself. Anyway, okay, all of our fat hogs listening, if you see Cliff Richard fall on him, yeah, <laughs> and I mean fall, I mean like fucking go for it, like but break the ribs. Then I saw a hilarious thing on Twitter where somebody had put up their update from their like Slimmies Award for the week from Slimming World, and it was like. Um, the Slimmies Award. Yeah, you get these like little certificates, or at least they'd made a certificate from Slimming World that was like qualifies to take a picture with Cliff Richard. Oh, right. oh that's really funny. It's good that's stuff. Nice. Good I mean, stuff. Yeah, we yeah. loved it. We liked it. Um, but yeah, so just wanted to put that out there. But that, so we're not condoning him. We are condoning Nathan singing in French. Okay, I'll do it for you now. Okay, I'm now I'm realizing I've not done this in years, so I probably don't remember it. Okay, okay, it goes like this. Je fais mes valises pas en vacances tete. Pas de d'avoir pendant six semaines. On peut cesser rapuser, s'amuser, s'éclater. Pas de d'avoir pendant une quinzaine. Ça fait deux semaines. I want to make sure to any French speakers I'm aware that like 60% of that was wrong so. it was somebody who like hadn't listened in years <laughs> yeah 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 eyes on also, the prize. as I was doing it I was like I should probably try and say like I, like, I hope I get jobs from that you will you definitely I would will. love will. a job from that would you like to play um, a 7 year old girl competing in a pageant oh my my dream come true. Yeah. Why? Do you have an opening? I just feel like that's what you auditioned for. Oh my God. Say, if you know there's auditions going around for a Toddlers and Tiaras film and you haven't told me, I would fucking lose my mind. You, who would you want to play? Pageant mum. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah be great. Pageant mum. I would be pageant, pageant mum. I'd be pageant judge if ever there was one. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I loved those shows. It's so funny the way I used to consume Honey Toddlers boo-boo. and Tiaras. Honey boo boo. Have you drank your go-go juice? Shit. Have you drank your go-go juice? And we juice? were all just like, yeah, cool, that's normal. And it was like <laughs> fully a girl being abused on TV and we were all just like, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. And I would watch it and be like, well, to be fair, she fucked it this week. And it's mm-hmm. like, she's a child. Yeah. Who was our favorite star? <laughs> I, um, I was really into... Edenwood. Fuck, that is a name that's like uh-huh. rattled around in the back of my mind. I mean, brain. I haven't watched it for years. I loved it. Do you still, do they still make I mean, it? on YouTube, I watch the compilation sometimes in the background. Did they like stop making it because they were like, it's dark, it's too dark? Probably. They should, they should. Oh. I... I also loved like very occasionally there would be like a like a boy presence in there. Do you know what I mean? They'd, they'd like they'd like let one in the boy. tiny suit. It's like in dance moms, you know how occasionally they'd let like one like little, Brady. Like yeah, like one like seven year old gay boy in. But can I say like, I wait, 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 I, Catherine, Catherine, and we never get to talk about dance moms. No, but I want to talk about it too. I, I think my Kendall would be wonderful for the role of Rosa Parks. <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, poor Nia on that show, the way she got treated. Poor Nia. You know, Melissa's got her own YouTube channel now. Has she? No joke. She just went to Jill's house for an interview and she's interviewed Paige. God, you really, she, you're a Sorry, sorry, Melissa and Paige. <laughs> Bit of a weird combo. Isn't, so, isn't it so weird as well, the way that like, 
out of all, I suppose it makes sense that Maddie Ziegler is now just like famous, like like yeah, real famous. Yeah, it makes sense. And understandably so, she's gorgeous. I mean, yeah, she, I got um, it. I got and it. And a randomly good actress. Yeah, West Side Story. Why is it like, so random? Well, I guess it's just like she. All she was doing on dance moms was like twirling, and but she's actually she. I watched this movie she called Grand Jean to say. It's called The Fallout. Did you ever watch that movie? It's about school shooting. It's her and um, the girl who plays Wednesday in Wednesday. Jenny oh, Ortega. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They they were in a movie together about school shooting, and it's. So good. Whoa, the fuck? Maddie Ziegler can act her little butt off. Write that down, Andrew. That makes sense. I guess like, they were all acting it. like they wanted to be there, and that's like, or they don't want to kill their mom. Oh my God. That was pretty impressive. Well, exactly. And they're all, yeah, they're all acting like they're not being actively abused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, the, and Maddie Ziegler's like, gurney face, you know, she said, like, yeah. gurn. And, the, and, and oh, sorry, I thought you were showing that to me. I thought that was like, I thought that was like a light being like, stop talking about Maddie Ziegler. <laughs> no, when <laughs> Maddie she... Ziegler's our boss. The trauma <laughs> that you can see in their eyes. And, like dance moms I didn't watch until I was older so that one I immediately was like this is the worst environment in the fucking world and even though sorry oh I was just gonna say there's a direct inversion I think between the boys in Toddlers and Tiara and dance moms which is to say that I think the Toddlers and Tiara's boys were usually exceptionally talented Mm. and the dance moms are just like that's just a boy in shorts they found a boy (laughs) willing to wear shorts on television and now he's in the dance I know and and, and they would always try oh god it was always so embarrassing they'd always try and spin the narrative for the boy that it's like here comes this stud that all the the girls have a crush on like a little Billy Elliot running around yeah exactly I know who she'll be taking to prom and it's like yeah he'll make a corsage from scratch but like and he's there like Goofing near around, and it's just, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it just, there's no dignity in that life. Here it sorry, comes, girls, can change properly the, in the, the changing room. <laughs> definitely, definitely the gayest little boy in town. Mm. Also, the like full suits on the toddlers and tiaras boys was, yeah, heaven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know they're little. Did they ever? There was never a was there ever a swimsuit element on toddlers and tiaras? Yes. No, oh god. Oh god, that's one of those things where you. Were, I don't know if you hope you imagined it or you hope you didn't imagine it. That's no, kind of tricky. It really was, yeah. wasn't there? It's not so crazy. And also, I do just want to say, yeah, I'm going to get political for one single second. It's so crazy. All of the uproar around like drag queen story time and the idea that queer people are groomers. And I'm like, why is no one talking about that? Yeah, like, that's the, strange. The, the, we were like getting like these little girls in like their underwear and everyone was just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it was so bizarre. Too fucking right. I hope that goes viral. What I will say. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you said that after everything. I just, I really need a viral clip. I've not had one in years. <laughs> <laughs> I, I loved it when they would um, have their talent because in general it was like they would just dance right and like yeah, terribly yeah. choreographed routines they couldn't remember it but every now and again it would be like this kid could be a star yeah. and usually it was just because their mum was doing it and they were copying it but it was incredible when it yeah. worked and this move the one that you got full points for yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lot of I like this one as well where they go and then they do that in a circle. Oh, I liked that a lot. Oh, my heart it was, it was like, what was that genre? <laughs> like, you guys never do that when you're in the club? <laughs> to get boys? <laughs> I get all the boys that way. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's so funny. And like, it was always, this was often with the Western flags. They were often like, like Southern, oh, it's yes. so good. Southern bells. Helen, when I was talking to Nathan at a party at the weekend that you yeah. coming on this, he did such a lovely impression of you. And um, it goes a little bit like this. Why are you here? <laughs> because um, Nathan shot a film or a, a show in the States for like five seconds. He's LA. And you're shocked that he lives in this country somehow? So Every time? Th- this, this was the context of this. I ran into Helen in a bar. Were you doing stand-up? No you were, memory. No. no memory. I ran into Helen in a bar. This is controversial. Um, and um, Helen immediately greeted me by being like, why are you here? And no. I was like, and I was like, 
Oh, I, it was so confusing to me. And we had a whole conversation and it didn't really unspool until kind of the very end of the conversation that you thought I lived in America now. Because you, you were asking me, you were like, do you, I remember you said, do you just go to Disney every day? And I was like, Disneyland Paris? Like it was so confusing. And then it I thought you went from working in the wrapping paper shop. Yeah, thank okay. you. Okay, amazing time. It, it, was, it was a toy shop. It was like a children's like toy shop. Okay. And but I would, I would, um, wrapping paper station. I would wrap gifts on Instagram live when I was bored. Right, okay. Mm -hmm. And so I'd you watch were there. all of them. Mm -hmm. Okay. I loved them. Such a little freak. It was incredible. Oh, it was an incredible time. Thank you. Okay, and then Nathan went to LA and I just think he stayed. And here's the thing, obviously it's like very flattering. I love that that's the vibe that I give off that LA people vibe. think I live in LA. But actually it started happening more and more now where people are like, oh my God, you're in London. And I'm like, yeah, no, I live here. But I guess people just, of course, if you don't see someone very often, you just see what and they I post on their Instagram. And I guess you'd be like, yeah, I guess I'm in LA loads and not like, I didn't call you because I don't like you. Would well, you like, like that too. That I'd too, be less surprised dynamic. if I saw you in the next episode of Selling Sunset oh than God, to dream. see you in Sunset. It would be my dream. Really? Um, mm -hmm. Who would you want to be your estate agent? Oh, I don't know their names. Um, I would just love yeah, to no. be on more television. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind what it is as long as they're watching. I just want more more credits. <laughs> I like a Manza. Uh, okay, is that yeah. one of the... Her yeah. Her name's... Um, Manza. No, yeah. but hey, oh. Amanza. Yeah, she's best friends with Chriselle. Oh, I like love Michelle, that. Michelle. Chriselle of deep lip fame. Amanza. Yes. If that just sounds like a camp man saying Amanda. Amanza. <laughs> Amanza. I am Amanza. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Wait, so Sorry, you went so to LA to film the Taika show? Mm-hmm. And then you, which he found you for on Twitter? Mm. How did that happen? It's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. I so Imagine if there was like, if that was the, like the least... That was like the third on the list. I know, like, I know. Can you imagine? And then Spielberg sent me on threads, <laughs> and then yeah, I guess Greta oh was God. like Greta and I were in the same Sainsbury's. <laughs> Who's going to be the first person to get discovered off threads? I really. I hope it's me. Oh my God, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, I so I as as Helen, I used to do a lot of like in, in like internet comedy because I wasn't really an actor. I was just a comedy writer. Um, you were the rapping guy. I was the and then I became a rapping guy, yeah. and by that I do mean gift rapping. I never rapped on oh, the internet. No, I want to make that so clear. Yeah. Um, I uh, worked in this toy shop for like three years, and I started making like. Um, front-facing it was sort of like while that before everyone did that before it was like a thing yeah, yeah, that yeah, literally yeah. every person yeah. on earth does yeah. um, I made a few of them and they went viral a couple of them went viral and Taika followed me on Twitter um, which was like cool enough as it was like, so cool. and he like retweeted one of my videos on the day of that he won his Oscar so it was like <gasps> it just got a lot of like buzz and I was like oh this is cool but I didn't think anything would come of it and then like a year later Whoa. I got asked to audition for the show and I was like well, I'm not really an actor, but I'll I'll do like I'll audition for the show because it was just. There like, are so many actors listening to this, being like, "Fuck I you!" Know, I know, I know, it's so this bad. Like, no, but you also he was NYT. Yeah, okay. and I did. I was in the National Youth Theatre. Sorry, so there is. And you went to Guildford, and I did go to drama school. That is the thing. And yeah, I have an A in GCSE drama, a star even. <laughs> I forgot I had an A star. Okay, um, but congratulations. I congratulations. That's massive. Thank you for saying that's that. That's massive. Thank you. Um, so I. Uh, Audition for the show, and my weirdly, my best friend who I was living with at the time, she used to work for the agency that I'm represented at, and she was—I mean, even she was like, "Babe, have fun with the tape, but you just—you'll never—you'll never get it." Because she was like, a lot of like big people are going up for yeah, it. Yeah, so if the any, ones you get. If anything, it was quite freeing. So I was like, "Well, I'll just be a stupid little idiot then," and I got the part, and it—it's changed my life. Did she sign you? 
No, no, I was, no, can you imagine? I'm now and representing like, my best friend. So I would like to represent She's you. She's like, you've got something special. Um, <laughs> I knew you'd get it. I knew it. Didn't I always say? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, that's I, when you moved to LA. That's no. when I moved to LA. Wait, oh. wait, so then you got the part and then you already had an agent? I was repped as a writer and then they just like, I, I sort of got signed, an acting agent at the agency kind of like took me on and I'm still with her to this oh day. Oh my God, um, so good. So yeah, and, and it's it's been a crazy few years. It's been a very mad few years to be living in a little old nene. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you have the same boyfriend since the beginning, which is so romantic. You okay? Mm, sorry. <laughs> I've been rubbing your leg under the table the whole time. Roger. When? Mm, sorry. Why? Oh, I know. Well, since since Sam jump scared me. Oh. <laughs> that shocked me into homosexuality. I thought we were vibing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we are. Yeah. No, imagine. Oh. Um, we just kissed. I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. She lent in. I am. Um, yeah, so I, I've oh. been with my boyfriend for a long time. I love him so much. Do you know him? He's, I love him so much, but that's because we are always the only two Irish people at like very English parties. You have an Irish boyfriend? Yeah. And you he's live in LA? Great. He's Northern Irish. I just want to make it clear. He's kind of like, I always say he's Irish when it suits him. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when he's talking to like cool Irish people, he's always like, yeah, these fucking English, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, you shut you, the fuck Come up. on, you're still part of the UK. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But no, he I is. Didn't like I like it. him. Say something. He's, like he's him. heaven on earth. He adores you. Oh, that's so um, nice. Yeah. It's so nice that you think he's I really love him a lot. And I I'm think... so smug about it, but I just love him. No, but that's the way you should be. How did you meet? At the LA. Edinburgh Fringe Festival. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody meets at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. I met at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival and it was that's really lovely so and romantic. Nice. And... Were you in a play? I was in a very bad play that I, I shouldn't say that because I wrote it with a friend who I'm still ready to I wrote a play once. Yeah. I took it at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. What was it called? On the Line Media. I don't want to talk about it. It was uh, so bad. What it was, was it about? so bad. Oh Wait, it was called Online Media. On the line. On the line media. I think that's what it, I think it must be called that. Say what it was about. This was 2011 <laughs> or 2013. Okay. Uh, a news panel show parody. Okay. All right. I've got the measure of this already. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About um, misinformation in the media. Whoa. And it was packed with laughs. <laughs> did, it, did it go down well? It was under Alataska in Newtown. <laughs> Did it go down well? At two well, with the people who saw it enjoyed. <laughs> <laughs> what I was your you. play called? So it's so it's so funny because it basically a girl that I went to drama school with approached me and was like, "Do you want to write a play with me?" Because she knew I liked writing, and it, 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 but she already had a theatre company, so it was very much in the style of that company. So okay, I talk this about is it now, way better organised than mine. Mine it was very a, legit. We did a run through of it in the cafe I was working in. Yeah, for sure. Like, yeah. We, what, what was it called? It was called "This Was the World and I Was King." Oh um, come on! But it, it was it was based on it was oh god it was it's so funny that I wrote this now because it's so earnest. It was like a World War One family drama <laughs> with from like, the German perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a sympathetic. No, imagine. Oh um, no, yeah, no, yeah. Imagine. Imagine. Cut that out. Oh my god, you're German. It's World War One. It's taught me a lie. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, but I uh, we we wrote this play. It was like about. It, it was basically just a massive rip off of the Railway Children. Um, I love the railway my children. My mother loves the railway children. My, <laughs> never seen you happy. my mother watches it every single Christmas. She loves it. It's a beautiful movie. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. I know, Daddy, my Daddy. Oh, oh God, it's yeah. so good. And, uh, and also, really makes you think about how serious flu is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because we don't People think about just that. People think, enough. oh, it's just a bad cold, but their mummy gets very sick with influenza. So true. And when she stops the train. Oh. Oh, um, so uh, but, she what? Are you welling up? Well, she like stands in front of the. I, I, <laughs> tears, I, I can't do the rest of the podcast. Um, 
but yeah, so I did. Um, I did that play and. I was in it and Congrats. I met my boyfriend in a bar like on the second night of the fringe. So I was like very, I was very thin and wired and insane. Yeah. Um, and uh, I wore dungarees. I wore a big that pair works. of adult dungarees. Um, and I, th- I just, I thought I was such hot shit, which is so funny now because I've seen photos of myself from that period and I look absolutely repulsive. <laughs> um, and we met and we kissed and then he- On the first night? Yeah. Whoring. Yeah, a little slut. Yeah, um, mouth slut. Yeah, 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 exactly. Did you, did you fuck the first night no okay sick i get so scared to talk about my sex life because the fans of our flag beats death are so horny um, <laughs> yeah yeah i love you guys but like yeah, yeah well, um but yes i uh, do they write fan fiction between you i believe they do i've never read any of yeah. it they get very excited at the idea that maybe we read it and i think maybe some other cast members do but i certainly do not um, yeah. i i mean i i mean i'm really sort of i'm bigging myself up unnecessarily here i'm really not the object of desire for that fandom. you are like, for me thank you for saying that you're welcome i am um, there, there are other cast members that they're like absolutely yeah. like frothing at the mouthful but for me it's just occasionally so i'll get sent a, 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 a sort of naked picture like a drawn naked picture of myself where i have like tits or something um whoa which is lovely I think. well i i know and i know you're good at that yeah <laughs> if you, you could show you me the like... picture just from the top half up. it's actually devastating there probably is enough if you measure um but yeah <laughs> i uh i don't always I, it's not that I don't love it. Like free will, everyone can do what they want. I just um, sometimes it's uncomfortable when when sure. I, when you get tagged in it. I don't mind people doing what they want to do. Like let your free flag fly, babe. But I some, or sometimes you get given person. it to like sign, and like so someone like shoves it in front of you, and you're like, oh my god, okay. Like and you, <laughs> and I have said no to signing them before. That's Someone fair. tried to get you to sign a picture that they'd drawn of you naked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, we can say thank you, fans. Like, thank you for supporting mm. it. That is a fucking line for us. Yeah, 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 it's it's very, and, and they mean so Unless well. Unless your dick's on the ground, am I right? Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah really good stuff. No, but seriously, even then. Yeah. <laughs> even then. I don't know, if I looked banging, I might sign it. Yeah, well, so, this is the thing, and what's crazy is, I've never talked about this publicly, I'm so glad to talk about this. I'm still crying. I... <laughs> The the way the varying ways in which people draw your body is like crazy. Yeah, there's there's basically like there's three ways that they draw me, which is one like a sort of medium sized man, which is what I am. Mm-hmm. Or they draw me like three times the size and I'm like, okay, which is fine and beautiful. Or But they... excuse you, like that's going to, if I have dysmorphia around my body anyway, but that would like completely confuse me about like, what's true and real. Yes, I think sometimes I'm like, oh, right, okay, I guess that must be what I look like. And then the other one, which is maybe the most insidious, I think, is when you get drawn um, and they draw you, I think what they draw you as what they think gay men should look like. <gasps> so they'll draw me as like a twink and I'm like... Oh, I, but I, I don't look anything like that. They'll draw me as like a stick insect with like cheekbones and like, and that's always very confusing because I'm like, well, I definitely don't look like that. But they're just like, well, that's what gay characters often look like in or things, that's you what know. We think you you should look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, the stick insect in Bugs Life. Yes, yeah. I look like that, but like fit, you know. Yeah, so it's Whoa. um, it's very confusing. I, I all of this is to say. Love you all so Thank much. Thank you so much for watching the show. We Thank mainly you get pictures of our face, but I always look like I've Do you get drawn eczema. as well? Not good behind you. <gasps> we get we get cross-stitched, we get crocheted, we get drawn. Oh, this is great. Okay, these, that's actually great. We've did got some, gaps between all our teeth. Did a, did, yeah. a fan, did a fan do this? Yeah. Yes. That is amazing. Check these ones. What? Oh, the cro- I get a lot of cross-stitches as well, and I really like them. Yeah, the cross-stitches are great. Look, we're on a plate oh. down here. Oh, my God. And over here, we're... Um, 
I my, will remain on yeah. pod. For my hair's always redder, which I love. Yeah. And then, um, well, oh, it's gone. But wow. um, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see it. That's Love. so nice. People really um, and then we get made. Into, so talented. We get made into pigs. This is me. Oh. <laughs> and of course it is. This is the thing as well. You know when you're being drawn. <laughs> I'm yeah, bigger. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> that feels yeah yeah. That feels cruel. But I am. Um, <laughs> I it is so funny, isn't it? It's like where, in all of the drawings, it's like they you have to just pick. They have to just pick one defining feature of you. So obviously you, it's big boobs. You, it's red hair. Yeah. And then they just take that and like. Run yeah. with it. Yeah. Wait, yeah. I don't think I've got boobs on the pig, do I? Feeling. No, but wouldn't it be no. so good if you're our big set heavy natural? <laughs> like, oh, I was gonna crochet a pig, but they've already got loads, so I'm not gonna do it. If you send in a pig with actually that goes back on what you said, I'm not gonna sign it. <laughs> I would love a pig with a Everyone pair of tits. Everyone has their own line. Like, I think a pair, a, a pig with a pair of tits is very fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. I just don't need to see. She had a massive pair of she knockers, really no? Did. So or is that like a um, so mandala effect? No, no, she no, did. No, have she, did. she did. She had full tips. Yeah. She definitely did. We've yeah. all interrupted Nathan, that. Sorry. What kind of advice giver are you? And do you, do you get okay. asked for advice a lot? I do. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm a pretty. I think it's so funny. I'm somehow one of the saner ones in my friendship group, which is because I think I'm mad. Who but, are you friends with? But I think you're well. also. I think you're also a gay man in a long term relationship, and those both lead to advice being asked. Like if you're in a long term relationship, people are going to come to you with relationship advice, and if you are a gay man, women are going to come to you for advice. Yes, exactly. I'm always very happy to give relationship advice. What I'm not very good at giving is like dating advice because I haven't what dated. I, was I haven't dated since I was like twenty. So when don't look at me right now. I'm like, sorry. I know, no, don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. <laughs> I swallow the mic. Look at Catherine. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, why do you do you do you have advice that you need? Oh no, no. I just mean like I I get asked more like um I guess I feel more comfortable giving um relationship advice um because because dating like is a serial monogamous. and there is no mm. advice you can give because the world's going to burn and there's no point meeting someone and also like, you can't watch them die in a fiery pit. Crazy mm. other people. Yeah, Why yeah. would I start dating someone to watch them get taken away from me by a tidal wave? I do. You know what? I actually. And thank you for saying that. Was ending. I, I do think this all the time. Do you? I do. Think, well, I think as in like I've said it to my boyfriend before, where I'm like. Like when we're just like loving each other and having a sweet moment, I'm like, this is so fucking stupid that we love each other this much because if anything die. bad happens to you, I will kill myself. So yeah. I'm just like, but I, I can't, I, I've done this to myself. <laughs> you sound super like, chill. Because <laughs> I, I well, I'm like, well, what am I going to do without you? They die, you get a bench, and then what's next? Like, it's and then so much I'm going to have to fuck the bench. The bench. <laughs> You fuck the bench. Fuck that. Ben. Yeah, instead of it being slashed, it's loads of holes. That's my game show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. Can you imagine? That's so scary. What a scary image. Someone's going to draw that now. Um, <laughs> you sit on a bench covered in holes. <laughs> oh, but at least well, you look lovely and thin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. be true from the grief. Now, um, I know, I do. I do think that is like, for me, a marker of love is like, is that you're like, oh God, now all I think about is you dying. Yeah, I. it's, it's really, really horrible. Also, the context yeah. here is that I, do you say, I can't remember. Do you say your girlfriend's name on this podcast? Oh Ellen. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Too often. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Ellen, Ellen, Catherine's girlfriend, Ellen is is a very good pal of mine. I love her dearly. Um, she's so good. Hi, Ellen. I love you. Hi, Ellen. Oh, I love you too. She won't listen. She oh. will not listen. Okay, she perfect. She refuses to listen, but she um... because she knows you talk about your relationship, or yeah, and because I well, think she's a liar. Ellen's a liar. She told me yesterday that there was a poem about Aldershot Station. She got it wrong. Aldershot Station. It was a station called what? 
Oldham or something. Yeah. Oh, but the same. other thing, she missed, she missed, it was very late when you called. And then she said she's going to buy me a baby bell, but I bet she's already forgotten. I already ordered them on, for, on the Sainsbury's Did for you your actually? trip over because I knew that the two of you would have this thing. Um, Thank you. But also, can I say that... Um, I'm getting a baby bell. These guys are friends and, oh, I think also she doesn't listen because when I'm not here, it's like her one break. Yeah. Um, so, and she needs it. Yeah. And she really well, deserves Pilates. it. Pilates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I try to double them up so she doesn't have too much time without me. But she and you have a friendship group that are called the Colleagues, right? With the Colleagues, yeah. Because they're self-employed, so they meet up for a Christmas Colleagues dinner, which I think is so nice, like a staff night out. We really try and do like an AGM because it's 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 really hard. You guys know when you're freelancers, it's like you don't really have. Maybe it's different for like comedians because you gather a lot more. Yeah, we're in a group. I'm in a group called Cucks. Who are the cucks? The cucks are me, Heidi Regan, Neil O'Rourke, Nathan Darcy Roberts, Sunil Patel, Nikella Ray. We went to the cinema the other day. Some great we people. We saw dreams, dreams oh, scenario. Oh, dream scenario. How was it? Incredible. Okay. I just wrote on a show that Sunil Patel is in. Stop, what show? Lucia Keskin's new show. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was amazing. Mm. I mean, I did the audition with him. So I don't oh, know. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. He's so good. Um, so, yeah, I, uh, what was I saying? That you have out. the colleagues dinner because we, we have the also spend time alone because you're writers and I, I we we were a little gang and we we hang out as much as we can because it's just like it's so cute because writers are so like comedians are so it's so much more of a social job I think unless maybe you're on like tour or whatever but which you're about to go on <laughs> I love how you said like it was a hypothetical like or whatever yeah 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 I'm on crazy tour right tour. are you on tour right now yeah. how are you finding it lonely now yeah. you said that but is it though I no, don't know I've never it done is. it I find it really lonely yeah yeah it depends on like like next week we'll get lonely for a minute because I'm away for like three nights in a row mm. and like my tour, tour support, support is like living but like yeah I, I pay people to be my friends on tour wow. also I'm fine with a lot of time alone oh, see, no I'm one believes not. yeah me that, too I, I really I really I'm really less really social than Catherine wow you probably, yeah you, you like being alone yeah she loves it. I crave a day by myself. All, all I ever sort of think is like, when I'm like really, really busy and overstimulated, I'm like, God, I would just love like an evening in alone. And then I get 45 <laughs> yeah. minutes into it and I want to rip my hair out. Like, I'm so bored. I'm like, who can I call? Who yeah, I, genuinely. I guess I could listen to a podcast while I ring my mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. No, you yeah. have a glass of wine and you read your book or you put on a film and you disassociate and I'm such good company. <laughs> oh, see, this like, is the thing. I, we, I hate and my Helen, we laugh and we laugh and we laugh. Just cackling yeah. into a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah sounds giggling. relaxing. We pierce things. Is that still a hole? Mm, but so to like, circle yeah. back, are you a good advice giver or no? I think I am. I think uh, I think I'm a pretty good advice. I think I'm good, uh, except for dating. Like when people right, are like in right. the early stages of dating, I'm like, I don't know. Like yeah. ask him to marry you. Like I just because I'm such. I'm <laughs> Tell him you think about when he dies and he has to fuck a bench. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, what I will say is, just before we get into this, often just so you know, I know we have a good, we have a we have a laugh, mm. we have a jump scare, but sometimes our problems come from young queers which means that they are also earnest you know okay. you'll remember from your play yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so just um tonally just go i'm gonna be so nice i promise you i'm a really nice guy yeah unless they fucking drew you in which case not so much okay ready okay oh uh, well, this is a bit of a workplace advice please oh from the colleagues from the three people mm. who are not uh, <laughs> they've never worked a real job oh, i was a receptionist zapping. yeah um, hey Hogs, E here. Hi, Hi E. Hi E. Uh, e for context is female twenty eight, and Slay. I need some workplace advice. Right. There we go. Emma, if this is you writing in, I swear to fuck God. <laughs> <laughs> You're having a nice time. You like your life. You're staying. 
basically, I work in a very male-dominated workplace. It's not M. Oh. Um, <laughs> yay for me! Okay, um, she works in a male-dominated workspace. Yeah, yay for me. Uh, this Rock climbing. <laughs> Can't do <laughs> this year I've had some lovely bullying since becoming a manager brackets the only female manager Oh dear! I basically put it down to all the men brackets boys being white cis very middle class and not realising that they're being sexist by openly undermining my work every day and not doing it to any other manager um, I'm praised by my uh, SMT all the time for my work the amount What's I do SMT? I'm just trying to work that out myself. Senior management team. Technician. Team, senior management, senior management team. team, I would have said. Yeah, I, just said, I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> really struggling with the corporate jargon. <laughs> um, how well do... Um, they they uh, praise me, think I'm very responsible, give me lots of work to do, and I often work 10 plus extra hours a week. Oh um, I do get paid over time, though, so oh, don't that's worry. Good, yeah. that's good. However, this year, I've lost 50% of my team due to redundancy. Oh, no. Um, which meant my workload has doubled. Uh, and I recently went to my manager in HR saying I'm not coping with the extra workload, uh, as well as various other issues, including bullying. Um, and I was given a week off for mental health, uh, but came back to even more work on my plate and no hope of management seeing it, um, uh, seeing my side of things or lowering my workload. So uh, I have applied for another job because fuck this shit, but it's very scary and I need some reassurance and some advice about uh, leaving a very good career path and uh, taking new steps. What what advice do you have? What reassurance can you offer? Thank you very much, E. It's not a good career path because you're miserable and they're expecting too much from you. Is that like that at that level? Or does it get worse? Start again. Open a bookshop. Mm. In a well. <laughs> Full stop. In a well. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's so bad. So you're expected to do so much work, you've lost 50% of your team, and the team that you do have are really mean, and they're bullying you. Oh, you tell them, you, you take a leaf out of my sister's book, and you tell them they can all go fuck themselves, and good luck getting a Michelin star without you, and walk out. Yeah, I what do a specific? I like the idea of this person saying that exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nathan? Oh God, that's hard, isn't it? That's so horrible. I'm so sorry you're going through that. I that sounded uh, so insane. I meant it. I'm just gay. Um, <laughs> I, know, I was gonna say, it's that the gay thing. It's so like, hard it's when so you're gay. So hard to be gay. Um, gay sorry, I'm going through that. I, yeah, no, that, so that's sorry that's happening to you. I think. I mean, the only bit, the only advice I can give is for like, if you do leave the job, which you should, because it sounds horrible. Right. Um, you should. I always my one thing whenever people ask for advice about like getting like jobs and CVs and stuff, I'm always just like lie, <laughs> just lie on your CV. <laughs> I think people are so caught up. And honestly, references and blah blah blah. Just lie. Like yeah, if your friend's name down, they'll call that number. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Like for example, if your boss is a dick at this place, which it sounds like they are, and you feel like you're not gonna get a good reference from them. Put me down, honey, I'll lie for you. <laughs> I'm just like I just think Nathan Bode Industries. Yeah, do it. They're not gonna know who I am. And I'll I'll write you a reference. I just think I it's so hard we I think I have about four friends with real jobs and it's so, it's so, um, people get like really stuck in these cycles and these patterns, like miserable and horrible, horrible jobs. And it's so hard to like remove yourself from it, but you do just have to Don't take a find yourself halfway up a ladder you don't want to climb. <gasps> Better to be at the bottom of a ladder you do, do you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it again. <laughs> don't find yourself halfway up a ladder you don't want to climb. 
Find, find yourself, yourself at, at the bottom, bottom of, of one, one you do. do. <gasps> <laughs> I really, I Keep them. facing the sun and the shadows will always fall behind you. Wait, <laughs> I'm crying. That's amazing. <laughs> what, what's your advice for this person? Um, but through a phrase. I would have said that had you, um, had you not explored every option to both inform your oh, SMT and, in, and to exhaust the means that are available to you to make the situation better, then I'd be like, hold your horses and why don't we try talking to people? You've got but horses working that. But given that you've, ad- given that you've advocated for yourself. Stop. Give that me- was the best joke I've ever made. This is your entire life, isn't it? Just really earnestly. Hold, to give it hold your horses. If you've got horses, work in that. That's just stop. That is, that is a good joke. That is a really yeah. good joke. Fine. Yeah. Like, it's not like stop the podcast, let me forget what I'm saying. Yeah, is yeah. that not, quite, isn't that quite a joke? About. Is it like Catherine doesn't belong here good? I run, don't know. Oh, no, try it again. I'll say run a stable. Don't fuck yourself. <laughs> that would have been good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. and then I would hold, say, hold your horses. We'll run a stables if you've got horses. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. this is stables, it's kind of there. You'll figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> How many horses could you hold? <laughs> Have you never heard this phrase before? <laughs> Nightmare for now. Nightmare. But it is a good joke. <laughs> it's, it's, I guess it's logically consistent. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's good stuff. It's all good yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's good. It's all usable. For yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, 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 why not? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey. Okay, Ooh. fine, thank you. So here's the thing. Um, given you have advocated for yourself, I think it's absolutely fine to now start applying for jobs and to expect work to not be making you ill. Yes. Work shouldn't be making you feel ill. I think it should. I think it largely shouldn't, you know? I really yeah, think it largely... Yeah. Especially if you don't run the fucking company. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's like... I, I it, It's so hard, isn't it? Like, I so don't know that corporate world, so it's hard to, like... Have you ever had, like, a proper job job? Like, yeah. The, before your comedy? Yeah. What did you do? Marketing. Oh, right. And how, are you still going? <laughs> We're having the most earnest conversation. <laughs> Helen wants to, if she, if she was breathing, she'd have jumped in to say, marketing, why don't you just run a market? <laughs> and honestly, it would have been a great joke. It would, I'd um, listen. Did you ever, in your marketing job, did you ever work with anyone that you deemed to be a, like a bully? Yes. Really? But I would also stress that I um, was there while I was starting stand-up at nighttime. Right. And I gave, ooh, what's less than 0% to that job? <laughs> Honestly, every single week I'd have a meeting with the poor girl who had to manage me. And she'd basically be like, so I was thinking this week maybe you could do that stuff you said you'd do last week. Yeah, And yeah. I'd be like, oh, how do I do it again? <laughs> she'd yeah. be like, okay, so I'll just set you up with another meeting with IT. And I'd be like, oh, I'm tired. <laughs> so, um, work with a bully was the bully. Who's to say? I think I ruined her life. Oh my God, you were the bully. I actually love that. Well, by being a petulant little tired comic who was just like, can you just pay me and can I just do nothing? I know, I, I don't think I ever, I mean, we've gone slightly off topic here, but I don't think I've ever taken a, any normal job seriously. Oh, I, I take my... Which what were you? I took every job. Really? I with my friend Francis, like, like literally one of my best friends now. But like, we met, and I was doing a trial shift at the cafe they were working in, and um, I was like fucking twenty or something, and um, I was doing the trial shift, and they were like, "Oh, someone needs to take out the bins before we close," and I was like, "I'll do it! I'll do it!" Really? Oh my god! I I truly like do the entire. I left so much energy. Like I took it seriously. I remember this is so weird. But like, 
I was like, I wanted to do stand up. I hadn't started or anything, but I wanted to do something in comedy or like write a sitcom. Mm. And um, my friend bought me Amy Poehler's biography. Oh, that book changed and my life. Sorry, I know that's so basic, but no, it no, 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 mine too. Sometimes okay. there's like a sentence thing and it just really sticks with mm-hmm. you, and you might not even remember this bit. There's a bit called being a good waitress, mm. and I was a waitress, but it's like you will always be able to work if you're a good waitress. So mm. why would you not be good at the job? Because oh. then yeah. you're like, and it's like, okay, that makes sense because I was already like doing it because I was like, I need to earn money seriously enough. Right? Yeah, that's good. And I was like, okay, if I can, if I'm good at this, and I always have a job. So like, I was so like, it was lame. I I truly I've never. But I gave out a lot of free coffee. Worked so. hard at <laughs> any of the jobs that I've had that weren't in like comedy or TV. I I remember <laughs> this memory's just come back to me. The second like um, call center job I ever had was in Sutton. Where Hope Goes to Die. <laughs> I the, know Sutton. One of the yeah. darkest places on earth. And I would get on the train there every single morning and feel like I could like taste like blood in my mouth. I was just so depressed. Oh, that's an ulcer, but yeah. It was awful. And then I, that's something else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I remember on my very first day there, like I, I, I did two hours and I obviously just like wasn't taking the job seriously. I was like, this is so stupid. We were calling up doctors to try and get them to do medical surveys. And a guy, like a very like nervous manager, and it was clearly like his first week as a manager, like pulled me into a meeting room and he was there with like a woman next to him who was clearly his superior yeah. who like the entire time that the attitude was very much like, you could make it come on. <laughs> do it. And he was like, <laughs> I'm not joking when I say he was like on the edge of tears, his voice was shaking. He was like, because he could, he obviously was so scared of conflict and didn't want to discipline me. And he was like, um, I guess we just want to know why you've spent the first few hours of the day to, uh, just talking so much. And I was like, oh, have I? He was like, and then he had all of my um, like no, whole records no. and he held them up and he was like visibly shaking. I was, he was like terrified of me and like conflict. And I was like, oh, I guess I didn't realize I had been talking. He was like, we've had noise complaints <laughs> from the other pods. And I was like, oh, and from the other like pods. And I was like, oh God. I'm so, That's where that moved from. Yeah, yeah. We've had noise complaints <laughs> from the other pods. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I guess. And I worked there for like four more days and I was like this is so fucking lame I'm not gonna be like, I was like this is my first day you nerd but I, I, I it's because I was just talking I didn't do that any work poor man I know where is he now Sutton probably yeah oh genuinely still kicking around Sutton so sad no one kicks around Sutton sorry I don't know I'll if that's helpful I think he's genuinely I think his arc will be like now when he goes to discipline people he like kicks the door oh in. my god yeah he's like a really really <laughs> abusive Let's boss you little fuck I'm gonna end your life and I'll tell you he's the why. boss he's the boss this person's <laughs> writing in about I, th- I think so probably full circle <laughs> Okay, so sorry that about your bad boss, and I hope you—it's better. I, I hope think it gets we all, we all think we all think quit. You deserve better. We really do, but what the fuck do we know? <laughs> that horse thing was good, wasn't oh, it? That horse thing was good. Oh. Really good. Stuff. Really enjoyed the that. horse. Was I love when I love watching that. <laughs> I love when people laugh at their own jokes. It's so good because I. I I can spend all that time by myself. Yeah, that's true. And I'll be true. at home and I'll think of that <laughs> and I'll just be on the floor yeah. pissing myself and Neil will come back really with joke. a mop like all confused. <laughs> I'm doing a script at the moment. I'll you write it in. Pop it in. It's a really good should. joke. Pop it in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold it in your there. horses. Don't steal my line though. You can only have the punchline. You can't have the setup. That's fine. You trademark it. You trademark it. So all I can orders. say is we'll work in a stables. Yeah. Yeah, I think you can make it work. There's a writer around for that. Calf please. No, sorry. You have to pay me. 
You're a fucking bitch! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm upset everyone else in all the other parts. <laughs> Nathan, where Thanks can you. people find you? Oh, you can find me on social media at Nathan underscore Fode. You can, the second season of Our Flag Means Death just came out BBC on iPlayer. HBO Max. The first season is on BBC iPlayer. So I watched um, it. Watch okay. my show new at Newark. It's on Now TV. And I'm, I'm Nathan. <laughs> and I'm Nathan. Also, if you're on um, Now TV, you can watch all three Lord of the Rings films. (laughs) And I'm in all of those as well. No. 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 God, they were so young. Bloody hell. I do think I look like Arwen, though. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Arwen? Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler. Tyler. We've got a step on skim time. Okay, thank you very much. Bye, Nathan. Bye, Thank you so much to our executive producers, Guy Goodman, Simon Moores, Mary Fox, Annie Tonner, Sarah Deacon, Oliver Jago, Anthony Conway, Matthew Thomas, and Madeline Quinn. And thank you also to our producers, Richard Bicknell, L. Richard Bowles, Neil Redmond, Victoria Hutchison, Harold Van Dyke, Tim and Dom, David Walker, Rachel R., Sadie Cashmore, Claire Owen Jones, Jess and Nick, Zoe, Sarah and Molly, Raya Fink, Cordelia, Rachel Page, Helen A., Tina Lindsay, Graham Marsh, Amy O'Riordan, Abby Worth, Key Webb, Matt Sims, Luke Wright, Leah, Kate Spencer, Tristan, Liz Fort, Taz, Chloe, Becky Fox, Emily G, Dean Michael, Glennis Wood, Stephanie Catraccia, Sophie Chivers, Mark, Anthony. Why won't you separate them? Carrie Sooth, Charlie. I can't believe you did it two weeks in a row. <laughs> Sorry, keep going, keep going, keep going. I believe in you. Sorry to the producers. Carrie Sooth, Charlie, A.K.C. Haley Wharf. Thank you all so much. Yeah. <laughs> 